0: everybody how are you doing (laughs) i kind of love and hate my friends uh at the same time it's kind of weird my name is sean this is weekly games chat as a matter of fact it's episode 346 uh once again just reminding you this is the world's greatest podcast about video games ever of all time Uh, but i'm not alone uh i don't i'm not jason derulo i do not ride solo Uh, I'm with my boy John, John B., John Barron, the handsome man himself, Scotch Drinking Machine. How you doing, John? I'm good. (laughs) good. I thought for a minute your audio was out, and I was like, oh, no.
1: I'm on my last glass of my Johnny Walker. Hopefully, maybe during the episode, I can break out one of my favorites. What is that? The Glenn Levitt.
0: Glenn Levitt, 12. 12 years. <laughs> see, John. See, John uh, Scotch is <laughs> age. <laughs> and uh, you got to chuckle uh, if you were on our Twitch stream. You would see it, of course, just to remind you, we do record our episode live on Twitch.tv weekly games chat. And the he I'm talking about, of course, is is my mortal enemy, Chris. Chris, how are you
2: doing? <laughs> mm. um, Glenn Levitt sounds like a 1970s folk singer yeah he does
1: <laughs>
2: he does at least well he
1: actually was bottled by a gentleman named glenn levitt mm-hmm. and he happened to sing old country music
0: there you go fun fact alert
1: google um, says
0: no John, I don't want to forget to show you this. So I'm going to do this sure. first. Yeah. Uh, you and I, Chris, not so much. We're fans of, uh, you know, going to Walt Disney World down in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also. I love when I'm in Magic Kingdom.
1: Who I doesn't?
0: Going, I, well, I love being on Main Street. And one of the, if I get there, um, well, it's I think where I got this wasn't, but I'm just going to tell you, I love you know Disney. I love it. But there's a Starbucks I go to in Hollywood Studios right there on its Main Street. I forget what it's called, Starbucks. Uh, but anyway, the uh, the other day I go into the living room and I tell my wife, You're your alive. wife, that I was like, "Hey, I think I need a new uh, coffee cup. Like I want a new one." So she gets to looking and I, and then we 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 land on these and ba- basically Disney partnered with Starbucks or vice versa. So it's a ceramic cup.
1: I you hear can hear it. it. You can yeah. hear it.
0: Uh, and there's four cups to go with this. And of course there's four theme parks, right? So I ended up on the one that was Hollywood studios because, and I'll show you, it has an iconic, uh, do you remember the Mickey mouse Fantasia hat that used to center the end of that road, Mm -hmm. right? It's no longer there now. Uh, but it also, this cup has like everything from the park. It's one of my favorite parks now. And I'll just show it to you. This is a Twitch exclusive if you want to watch at home. But if you know about these, they're great. I got mine, finally. Shout out to my friend. Uh, if he's in the stream, he goes by SoFly. Uh, he he frequents down there. Uh, these cups, are, they're on the website, or if you got somebody, they can get you there. Uh, it's pretty cool. It looks just like a Starbucks cup, right? It even's got the little, like, you know, your order here. But the front, and this one is this color, uh, it kind of has this old vibe to it and you see right there is the millennium falcon um so it's, it's pretty falcon, nice falcon. and it's got a it's a falcon and it's got the little the little lid that look like a looks like a coffee cup it's angled so it's great but i was very excited to show you this because i thought you would appreciate it i don't think you i don't know if you drink coffee i don't think you do but i do this was just a cool cup to get i wanted I, to show my hey John. if i
1: had that I drink coffee,
0: <laughs> but it's, it's so it was, I think it was like 25 bucks, right? Which kind of seems like a lot, especially for a cup that on the bottom says you could not dishwash. <laughs> uh, but yeah. it's like I said, you can't get, that's a good, that's
1: a good right there. That's, that's a good, that's a good.
0: Uh, Yeah. But, you know, I said, I wanted to show you that. For, yeah. I remember my first coffee cup. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> We, we gotta, we gotta just get some thoughts and prayers out legitimately. Um, it's there's a big thing happening right now as we record the show, and and we got to focus on that real quick. I don't care. I don't think. I'm not wait. Let's reset. I don't think y'all care if we say you know we our thoughts and prayers are with the people uh, in wartime now. And of course, there's a thing right now. Ukraine's fighting for its life. It is weird to think that as we sit here and record a podcast about video games, real life like that's going on. Um. So, yeah, I just, uh, I just wanted to get recorded my thoughts and prayers and I hope the best. Uh, I, I, war is just not cool. If, if, if it seems to be unprovoked, if it seems to be a bully type war, um, sometimes you got to fight, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta stand up for things. And and sometimes there is, you know, possibly a chance you got to do something like a war. Um, but then I'm on the other end where I think of that that song, and Jackie Chan did it great in rush rush hours, like war, huh, what is it good for? you know, so there it is, boys. I just I don't know if you guys wanted to add anything to that, but it, it kind of sucks knowing that that's happening, you know, yeah, I,
1: I would agree. add that you know thoughts and prayers to um to our president because I don't care who you are this is th- these types of things are very difficult to manage, just like threading a needle. For yeah, um, sure. So but it, it, it there's I don't recall anything this delicate since I recall. Like I was there. Like right. the, <laughs> like the, the the Cuban Missile Crisis comes to mind. We're just yeah. something so volatile. And you know um, what's crazy? If if we do
0: if we do stay away from the ultimate scary thing we all think could happen, there will be a story that comes out much like a story I read about the Cuban missile crisis. Uh, I hope it's not as close as that story. And if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, there was apparently somebody like, I think in a submarine, they got a signal and they could have perceived it as push the button to start the war, but they didn't. And it, it was a very scary moment. No, no, not like they actually went to push it and push the wrong button. They needed clarification and thank God they did. Uh, but I can't help but think, you know, yes, this this part of Ukraine, uh, there, there's been a lot of, they they they've only been around what thirty years, uh, but I can't help but think, not long ago, somebody was probably sitting in a room playing a video game, you know, somebody that might listen to this podcast, you know, maybe with the smell of dinner being cooked in the kitchen, and then and then in an instant that can go away. So
1: look, we just need a situation where Rocky needs to fight Drago again, and we just need to settle this. <laughs> once That's and for
0: all That's... Uh, and did you did you on air uh last week show your new rocky pop or was that just a me and that was an exclusive for the people here
1: just showed uh showed it to you guys in
0: between a break i think yeah so yeah on there. john has a new pop and it's awesome uh but let's swing it back over here uh to this intro uh and welcome to march because we're recording on march 1st as you hear this it'll be march 2nd i can't believe it's already march um which means of course sports like march madness chris it's happening boo (laughs) boo yeah john do you but john chris chris and i do you did you think it's fair to say chris that we'll probably be in a bracket somewhere
2: trying to figure out who we think is going to win the tournament i usually do one i don't think i did one well i guess there wasn't two years ago there wasn't one and oh here's the history lesson i don't (laughs) think i did one last year so we'll see. I might do
1: one. We'll of. see. Yeah. The John, do you could? ever just do
2: them even though you have no
1: idea what's going on? March madness. I know. I understand the brackets, the final four. I get it. But yeah, why would I do that? Exactly. Why, would any, why would anybody do that?
0: Cause you got a chance to win money. I do feel like, like you just said, why would I do that? Why did I do that? I feel like I give away $20 in these pools I get into. Cause I have no clue. Mm-hmm. I really don't. I, I, I go based on what used to be good college basketball teams. Um,
1: it was it was it auburn or or Alabama who had a shot this year?
0: Auburn. auburn okay, Alabama started okay um but uh, what is happening right now? I'm doing a podcast phone number. Do not call me right now um but auburn is they were number one, and they're considered to be pretty dang good. They have a coach by the name of Bruce Pearl, who mm-hmm. used to be a coach at the University of Tennessee, who also when he was a coach there, the team was very good, so it's it's crazy to think how good they are right now. Um, you know, but, but to kind of get more in John's lane, did you, did you guys see this? Uh, It broke about an hour ago that the, uh, we got a baseball lockout that's looming. It's real. And I see the downtrodden look on John's face. Uh, and the reason I say something broke a minute ago is because the players rejected what they called the quote, best and final offer. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) What do we, you, everybody in it in our show was alive the last time that we had a baseball like lockout. It was in the nineties, so we were all born. We were all alive, right? Mm-hmm. yeah, John's older than me,
1: right? No, well, no? maybe, no, maybe, I don't, maybe. I don't know, but and it, Chris is it? younger
2: than me, this game's you're, getting weird. If I recall you're both the same age, but I guess Sean technically you're a couple of months older than John
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I got him. But yeah, uh, it's it has it's I can't believe
0: like I remember thinking and and when they do these like lockouts and then they have strikes or wh- however this turns into the fans get hurt, we feel we feel I don't think hockey call me crazy. I don't think hockey has gotten back from the last time where they had like games missed. Uh and I know this is baseball and we've been here before. How do they not just I don't know. How's this not constantly updated and in the talks? Why does it always seem like it comes down to this is the renewal year and we're not getting, I I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. John, I I just thought about you when it came to this because, you know, between the Braves winning the whole deal, you know, your Dodgers, you had a great baseball playoff scenario. You love baseball. And then now you might not get your baseball, which kind of sucks.
1: And because of all this, we can all thank way back when there was a guy named Kurt Flood. Who caused all this cr- no, I love Kurt Flood. Good good guy. But I, I don't know anything about what's going on this year.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I'll definitely be buying MLB the show this year. <laughs> 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 Gotta yeah. get the baseball in. So I, I was I saw they were promoting that, or I saw it somewhere and I was thinking, oh let me just be clear. Kurt Flood had legitimate reasons for doing the things he did. So he did. So Google him. You can Google Story. Kurt Flood and it's John,
0: per John. It's fascinating. Um, yeah. So, but guys, it doesn't stop there. March is bringing us more news, more things that are happening. And of course I'm talking about, we don't do this a lot, but we also don't record a lot. To watch this be fact-checked to be wrong uh-huh. um, on the beginning of a new month. Uh, but it's a, another, I want to call it a big month for games. Am I
2: crazy for saying that?
0: I wouldn't say so, quite as big uh, as this
2: one, but still some pretty big bangers in there.
0: Yeah. Some big bangers. I know bangers. John's already, John's already kind of alluded. We had a talk earlier today and he said that he's excited because this is a big one for the show. Cause I think I want to play it too. And maybe even Chris triangle strategy is dropping.
1: Yeah. So that's a big see. one. We've got, um, we've got tunic coming out in March. We've got triangle strategy in March. Uh we've got Kirby. Yeah, we definitely we have Kirby. We have Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. We yeah. have Tiny Tina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's that that's and then right off the jump in April is uh Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Mike said don't
2: forget about Chocobo GP.
0: Yeah, I, I'm getting I was fixing to get on that. The uh I was gonna ask John. This is called a segue, Mike, so Uh, In the chat, I appreciate you being excited. Uh, John, when we watched that Nintendo Direct, when did they say the uh, Mario Kart tracks were going to come out and all that? Is that in April sometime? I believe so. I think it's in April. So to hold you over for you racing fans, uh, you do have the brand new racing game called Chocobo GP. It's going to have a lot of Final Fantasy themed stuff in it. Obviously, if you know the word Chocobo, you know where that comes from. And also for you Gran Turismo fans,
2: That's right. That's this Friday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Gran Turismo 7. They're calling it a reprise. It's going to have a bunch of stuff in it. It's going to be coming out and people are excited about that too. So that's what I'm saying. We just possibly mentioned every game we're going to talk about in March. At some point or another, we probably will play one of those games and it could possibly be a topic on the show. You never know. Um, There's obviously with the backlog of February stuff that we played, uh, You know we probably have a pretty big game about a ring that's going to come up next week but uh then then to follow that you got all this stuff so this is good you got you guys remember that i'm I'm speaking to john chris and also you the listener there was a time we were trying to become
1: we were doing everything we could to get a topic (laughs) it's annoying now (laughs) um so yeah march 18th is the first wave of tracks which is uh two sets of courses i think eight tracks and I bet you in the month of March, Mario Kart 8 will be number three on the best selling games of the month. No
0: doubt. It's so, gonna be crazy. You heard it here, there, folks. There's a bunch of racing games. I love it. But like legit, I, I really remember Chris going, uh, well, we could talk about uh and this is a fake topic, but to give you an idea, that new uh that new controller feature <laughs> or something like we would just be pulling it out of our to get mm-hmm, top of, you know like
1: new controller
0: like it would
2: be like you know i know we're a gaming podcast but um the batman uh comes out friday and uh you know he's got video games uh <laughs> right well it's it's
0: funny you bring that up maybe not because you're a pro you know you're not like these users in our chat on twitch tv who I uh, don't know how to make a topic out of stuff but yeah I did want to remind everyone like Chris just said that the Batman movie and we do that's a more than a loose tie in the games it's coming out on March 4th of this
2: year what day is that Friday, Friday, Friday right? but technically Friday. you can go see it Thursday We are we going fam is this happening I'm definitely going just because I'm a big Matt Reeves fan uh the director Who's that His <laughs> 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 big uh, his big things are uh he did Cloverfield He did um, the very first, the X-Men first class movie is him. And then he did the two sequels to the uh, Planet of the Apes uh, trilogy that came out. Okay.
0: Okay. That's that's pretty legit. And not to mention, I don't know if you saw it. And I think, John, you pointed this out maybe. Maybe it was you. Mm -hmm. There was like 30, like tens about the review of the movie. Mm -hmm. It's Everybody's talking about how good this movie is. And so you got this, and then you also had Elden Ring, which got reviewed ridiculously good, right? Right on the launch day of like everybody calling it a ten. So it's been a crazy good week for Chris.
1: What's Elden and, Ring? Know,
0: yeah. What is what is Elden Ring? Um, are you still in the Elden Ring right now, Chris? <laughs> Am I? Because I don't know if I don't are know. We if talking people,
1: about Chris's hemorrhoids again?
0: <laughs> I no. That's a Henry, not an Elden. Uh,
1: but <laughs> I don't know if
0: uh, if if people didn't know this. Chris took off a Friday and a Monday.
2: <laughs> I walked outside this morning to let Penny out and there was a bright thing in the sky and I was like, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, I think, I think you admitted you only broke like the
0: house for a few hours on a Saturday and you came back and people got to see drunk Elden Ring, right? Yes.
2: Which I was actually, I was quite successful. I took down two bosses
0: during that. That's legit. Because you didn't care. You you did not you weren't afraid of nothing, bro. I took one down right before the show. Did yeah, you did. I, I kind of got to hear that. John, um, so we've all we all have played Elden Ring, even even me. And I feel like I've beat beaten and and of course we'll talk about more next week, but I feel like I've conquered what would have been the equivalent of an ogre so
1: far. Did um, you did you take down Bloody Finger Steve yet?
0: That's where I wanted to get at. <laughs> how john has renamed bosses and it is the funniest thing ever because because john will get if we if we're lucky he'll get tickled and then we'll get some tickle box john (laughs) but yeah john it it, we were talking today at at, it wasn't really lunch but we were kind of talking about the way they've done this game is kind of it's old school where we're we're at the water cooler Uh, did you did you do the one thing Uh, I never even saw the one thing. How do you get to the thing? Well, I was just going down the place and I saw the guy, Red Finger Dave or whatever you called him. And then
1: (laughs) I call him something different every time. Yeah,
0: you do. But can you explain? Do you want to explain just how he was running at you and your reaction?
1: So uh, some of you might be closer to our age. Some of you might be younger. Who knows? But I, I encourage everyone at least once in their life to see the movie monty python and the holy grail and there's a scene that's the funniest scene in cinematic history the funniest scene of all time Hmm. uh you see and see when you say something like that sometimes you you see chris either does the hmm, or he does this thing like yeah i
0: want to debate you right now but you got a thing going on i agree
2: i would agree
1: it's one of the funniest so so lancelot is running towards the gate you can see him off like I don't know, Chris, like 100 yards, 200 yards in the distance, and these two guards are just looking at them like this, going like this. Hmm. Like, What's going on? And it loops. The scene loops like three or four times of the same footage of Lancelot. He's not getting any closer. They just repeat the same footage. And then it's the same footage of the guard doing like this. And then all of a sudden it cuts and Lancelot's on the guards and he, and he stabs one of them. Was he, go, he, up, he just goes, ha ha. He goes, ha ha. Yeah. And the other guard, as he's passing through the gate, the other guard goes, wait, <laughs> wait. Anyway, i had a moment like that in elden ring where this i forget his actual name but it's bloody finger something he's this he's just blood red character and he materializes like 200 yards away and he starts running torch <laughs> it's like and i'm sitting there going what what is he what is this guy john
0: <laughs> in the game now that's not nice at all to is, you he's like is
1: he coming to talk to me he's coach that buddy coming to say when, hey and he basically <laughs> went ha!"
2: it have been funny just, if he been running oh and got like god. ten feet from you. Go like,
1: do you have a minute to talk about your car
2: warranty <laughs> extension? Oh my god! Yeah, Chris and when,
1: I both. When and he, I, took, I, he took me down and I was I was like rolling in the yeah, floor. Well, you said like the, a one shot. It was basically, basically. <laughs> just just and then, he, and then he kept running. <laughs> he
0: oh my god! Bye. Because yeah, you made. I want to yeah. go see that guy because I want to see if he does that to me. Chris still
2: hasn't seen the guy. Chris is uh, like, I might have. He's put 107 hours remember.
0: in the game already.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like I've seen a lot of a lot of guys. So, I mean, I was, I was, <laughs> I, I was. I mean, I I had a moment where I was just like bending over to pick something up on a bridge, and all of a sudden, a dude yeah. on a on a horse that looked like I don't know, like one of the uh, the Nazgul, just appears and one shots me, and I was like, oh, well, that was nice. I, I saw that.
1: this I saw this YouTube video <laughs> hilarious of this boss fight of the of, of of your of your character on your on your steed or whatever it's called. It's like a game with a Yeah. And he's fighting someone else on horseback and, and the in and, then the boss has a speck of life and you have a speck of life and the character starts running towards the camera and off to the side, some weak old skeleton with a torch, just jabs him <laughs> and kills him. It's fun. it so funny. It's like you could see and the, and the guy just, and, and the corpse with the torch, just casually just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But anyway, that's not the reason we're here this week, you know? No, so. this is,
0: this is just teasing for the, of course, our intro. Uh, if you're new to the show, and then, of course, let you know that we did not not play
2: Elden Ring. We
0: have it covered. It Wait, is coming.
2: We're not we're not doing that this week. I mean, I could have had a life the last... I, dude, I 80, saw a YouTube video. Six, How many hours whatever? have
0: you honestly put in so far,
2: do you think? I think I think the game clock says I'm in the 50s and Steam says 60. So I, I think the game clock is actually accurate because if you pause, it, yeah. I don't think it keeps running. So that's good.
0: I saw a YouTube. Uh, I was watching YouTube, right? And mm-hmm. then the thing I watched ended, and then the guy came on talking about after my 80 hours in Elden Ring, I finally completed the game. I'm like, holy lord! Yeah, a lot. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot. But yeah, we 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 gonna yeah. we got it covered, smothered and chunked. I promise you, it will be it will be coming up. But I don't, Chris. I don't know if you're gonna have a lot to add to this next question, John. If you do, I really don't. But we always kinda end the intro with, Hey, is there anything we're watching? Anything that's standing out? Any recommendations for the peeps? See
2: Mike got anything, um, or we're gonna have radio silence. If you're <laughs> if you have Disney Plus, you can watch Steven Spielberg's West Side story today when this goes live. Oh my goodness.
0: He said <laughs> it west West yeah.
1: West Side. Yeah <laughs> then, um yeah. Chris, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Uh, then if uh, you're a fan of basketball, take a moment to appreciate uh job ja Morant dunking on a seven foot player. Like it was nothing. Uh, it's on ESPN. Just trust me. Yeah. Job ja- ja Morant's legit. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're thinking he may end up being the
0: next superstar, like for real superstar.
2: Yeah. He was the one that people were like, should he be the top guy? Or I think he ended up getting drafted like third, but he is a beast. Yeah, he's getting better every year, so yeah. yeah.
0: I, I I don't know. I'm in a Netflix funk. I did find out that Ozark is coming out. They released the second part. The mm-hmm. date is 429. It's a day before the greatest day on Earth. Um, <laughs> Someone spies that date.
1: <laughs> well, Sean, so, you're, Sean, you'll get The Last Kingdom uh, on March 8th or 9th. Yes, I'll get the final, final season, season
0: yeah. on Netflix and then the movie at some point, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, what am I current, I'm watching, you know, I can tell you guys, I'm all about documentaries In some kind of way I I stumbled on what's the name of it. I think it's called. All right. Adolf Hitler, a career. I think that's what, What? yeah. And that's exactly. So I go, what is this? And you watch the preview and it says the movie was made, uh, the documentary movie was made in the seventies, but it talks about the unbelievable rise, which everybody knows the story uh, the deception and how Hitler got his power and then how he completely fooled
1: mm-hmm.
0: most of his people who followed him in Germany and behind the facade was this evil happening. And, and it's, it's crazy. I, I still sometimes can't believe evil like that existed on an earth, not long before we came on the earth. It's crazy. And and then the to, I, it's the saddest thing I heard today. I think you told me, Chris, to kind of tie in the beginning to this end in this attack. Was it you or was it Mike that told me
2: that one of the, oh, the
0: historical?
2: Yeah. yeah. To tell that. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, today, uh, as the bombings began, we apparently lost uh, one of the Holocaust museums there, which is like the site of like one of Hitler's worst atrocities. Yeah. Um, so ever sucks
0: yeah so one out we i think we're at a good spot uh possibly you think we're good to end the intro you think we're rocking from a recording yeah yeah
1: on? i haven't i haven't been
0: watching anything at all you you've been drinking your dance you're gonna make me say curse words because you're over there with your pinky up you're drinking your little red label and you can't wait for gilmore del toro's wine or whatever you're drinking next to open up you know, and you, I don't know the name
1: of it. I've already forgot, John. It's not wine. It's I like, how i get it. Kill me.
2: It's John's. <laughs> no, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, like,
1: I'm just playing on the joke that, that, you know, you asked the question and I, I think it's, I don't know. I give off this vibe that I have nothing to say. Maybe. Yes. Yes. So I yeah. think,
2: I think the pivot is I usually go first. And then afterwards it just kind of rolls there's it, no it, like it return feels, it rolls yeah it doesn't return it, i never out. do
0: this when you go first John cuz I know John usually Chris no he's a pro Chris will come in with
2: me and help me out you know John next week I will make sure that when he says that you will go first yeah Chris I need help why, I'm going to a friend
1: why why would you why would we
0: ruin the bit the bit yeah. yeah because people don't always understand the bit they think I'm mean now John because of you and I'm not I'd love your face
1: I just wish you loved more of me. All right.
0: Well, thank you guys for hanging in here on this intro. And if you, if you're listening to the show, guess what's coming next. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome officially to this week's Topic Time. Uh, If you just kind of scanned right through, you saw the timestamp on our description. Hey, you got here. That's all that matters, right? Uh, But if you sat through the intro, hey, what's up? You're still with us. Thank you so much for that, too. Uh, And this is where I shut up and I let my friend Chris do what he does. And he introduces this topic properly.
2: Uh, The topic is... Horizon Forbidden West!
0: I, I can't wait to hear that West in post. It's going to sound delicious. <laughs> Absolutely delicious. Uh, so fun fact before we get going, uh, John does own this game. Chris has played and I have played this game. So we all did pick up this game. Uh, and, and hey, if you missed what I just said, I've played this game. It took me like five years to play uh, zero dawn. I'm out. (laughs) John, you should
2: wait till about episode like 500 and then play horizon. (laughs) John finally plays, (laughs) but you, you needed to get a lot of, you
0: know, umph in the whole fact that you were hype about it and then you bought it and then you never opened it. And it's all, but at the same time, it's all, it all has to be organic. Okay. You can't just, you know, See, you're doing the thing where I don't know if you're going to respond or not, and I'm confused, and I'm going to move on, and you're going to be all like, yo, you didn't let me say anything, and then I I hate you and want to hug you. It's the weirdest thing. You
1: know what I think? I think both of you have figured out how to monetize this show, and I'm just here left in the lurch.
0: Well, it's fine. If you lurch, it's fine. If you leech, it's fine. If you lurk, it's fine. Uh, But yeah, this is the sequel uh, to my most anticipated game, and that was, of course... uh, the infamous horizon zero dawn, which came out in 2017. Can you believe it's already
1: been that? Do you think that's a short window for a sequel or do you think that's, that's okay? That's good. I mean, that's breath of the wild too. Came out the same year and we're getting that sequel this year.
0: Yeah. Breath of the wild. And, and it's funny. I want to go ahead and bring that fun fact up right now. Chris brought this up. I think it was, it was you, Chris, you had mentioned in both instances of horizon, They were very big games coming up for Sony, and when they released, they both had bigger titles that kind of,
2: maybe unintentionally, overshadowed them. Yeah, I think um, this one feels a little bit more like, awe because they did try to steer clear of uh, Elden Ring. Like, Elden Ring member was supposed to come out at the end of January and then got delayed uh, a month, and... Of course, last time, uh, unfortunately, this game came out and everyone played it for a couple of days and then they promptly picked up Breath of the Wild <laughs> and yeah, proceeded. And that was it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so. Uh,
0: well, just to remind everybody, this is a, a exclusive to PlayStation currently. I, I don't know what their plans are, obviously, to eventually bring it to PC. You know, we talked about Sony wanting to maybe do that with some of their stuff. Um uh, but right now you can either get it on PS4 or PS5. And I got it on PS5. John has it on PS five. And so does Chris, obviously, because that's what we, we all have. Um, but the game uh picks up immediately, and I'm I'm gonna say that loosely, right? I'm gonna explain it in just a minute, after the events of the last game, kind of. And when I say, you know, I say it the way I just said it, it's because um it kind of picks up right up and you you're you're back at, you know, what Aloy does um, but you find out that it's six months after the events of the final events I should say of horizon zero dawn um yeah and and you're immediately remembered why you either liked the game in the first place and stuff like that Because uh, I, I was gonna say or if you don't, but I don't think you'd buy this game if you didn't like the first game
2: yeah uh
0: it was it was pointed out to me by a friend our 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 good friend uh Adam that uh he kind of started playing the game before us. do you remember this, Chris? Uh, when I joked as it being a spoiler, but he said, oh, that was cool. And I said, what? And he said, basically, you you find out the why about something. And I was like, what? And it's it's the first time he can remember. And now that I've played it, I kind of know what he's talking about. And I can't think of another example where you, you play a game, right? <laughs> and you got all the best gear in the world, the best weapon. The sequel comes out and you got nothing. You start from fr- like you just lost
2: everything. Yeah, I kind of disagreed with him on that. The, yeah, the, it actually kind of PO'd me the way that this <laughs> <Yeah>. happened.
0: <laughs> he set it up like it kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. They do mention all right, and I I can give it credit for this. A lot of games don't necessarily mention it, but in the dialogue, she mentions yeah. why all of a sudden you have a basic uh, you know, weapon and basic armor again. Yeah. But it's it's very vague, isn't it?
2: Yeah, like usually like she basically just says she lost her gear as she was doing stuff over the last couple of months, like that's, that's what she says versus like, you know, what he said that I was like, wait a minute in mass effect two, the reason you go back to nothing is because you literally die. And you know, of course, Metroid famously always has kind of nuked you at the beginning of the beginning of these games. I mean, shoot God of war three, they toss you down the hell. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> there so you kind of go, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but I mean, so we, we were set up, I think, I don't think he meant to set us up. I think he did think that was cool, but for me, it didn't Yeah, I mean it, it didn't really deliver. Cause I'm like, ah, especially if she, cause you come to find out it's sick. Like I said, it's six months after the stuff that happens at the end of zero Dawn. And she realizes she's got something she's got to do. And you, and through the dialogue, you realize she bolted, mm-hmm. right? She went off to do what she had to do. Now, keep in mind, as you play, she's going to come back to kind of that final battle. And if you remember this city, it was called Meridian. She comes back to this city and it's it's kind of cool because you you see the way Aloy doesn't really dip, she doesn't really like this attention or this th- these accolades um uh, that she kind of I think deserved from the last game. Uh but it's kind of cool to see
2: her you know see it, the things she sees. It's okay to do I guess kind of mild spoilers for Last game? I think yeah. so. I mean, it, if anything, it kind of tells you, like, so you learn at the end of the last game that she is not just some random person that exists in this world. Oh, uh, this is a big spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this I'm is sorry. a big spoiler. You, you've had five years. I don't care. Uh, But, you know, <laughs> and her personality is very much tied to someone else that you're kind of learning about throughout the game without going too much in specifics and you're kind of seeing like where one person was focused on a thing right in and what they were doing she's very much in the same way like she she isolates herself from society all she knows is hey i was trying to defeat this evil for good i thought i had it done in the last game but it looks like it's gone somewhere else and I'm I'm going to do whatever I have to to chase it and stop it. And at the same time, I'm not gonna. Ha- I want to be in a position where I don't have to worry about all these people I care about if something were to happen with them as I drag them along. Like, right? I would rather just have them out of the way, and I will figure out how to solve this because it's yeah. my responsibility.
0: Yeah, it's it. She feels she doesn't like Chris said. She doesn't want that burden. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is. But I do think the story, and I'm gonna weave in and out of different things, you know, and, and Chris will keep up with me and he'll guide me too. But I I do like the way the story weaves because at the beginning, when you find out what she's doing, um, it kind of goes back in. The thing happens, like Chris says, um, and she realizes, crap, I got to go do this now. Um, I, on top of everything, it, it, it really is. I, I think the story, it, it's, it's very complex. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, And I don't want to get too much into that because I don't know how to avoid spoilers because I'm still kind of actively playing this game. But um, basically what happens, you know, the title of the game is Horizon Forbidden West. And if you remember, we talk about Zero Dawn. This is this is a part of the world they teased a lot. They talked about you heard about rumors of dangerous machines and mysterious tribes and, and things of that lot. Right. And so naturally, uh, what do you think is gonna happen, right? We're not we're not dumb, we're gamers, we're legit. She, she eventually has to make her way out to the forbidden west. Um, so yeah, there you go. And the setting, it's crazy. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Of course, she gets there, uh, and yeah, she sees the things that they they talked about, right, Chris? Did uh do you think that's fair to say she saw she at least even if you just make it to the forbidden west. You start seeing things like crazy new machines or, yeah, you know, this crazy civil war that's happening between these tribes out there, right?
2: Yeah, it almost feels like it's a little bit of, um, the best thing I could think of is like something like Planet of the Apes, like the original ones, right? Like where you have this period that, or place that is kind of a forbidden zone. And for whatever reason, it feels like someone long ago said, don't go here. And as you start to go in it, you can be like, oh they don't want that out there. They don't want people to know what's actually right. going house out here because they have control of this area and it's kind of stable, right? Compared to yeah. maybe, uh, some other places.
0: I, you know, it's crazy. One of the things that I, you know, it's called the forbidden West and it reminded me of, and it's continually to remind me of when we think about, like in the States, we think of the old West, how it was wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and to tie that in, uh the west is a lot of this game right is based in what would be the continental united states so the west literally is the west uh yeah. it's not just like this made up wor- world we're all we are on earth you know um and and yeah so she does have this main goal that you end up you end up realizing you need to do uh it's very important mm-hmm. um and what i like about about this as you kind of uncover this you get to this this cutscene and you have a uh, those dialogue trees, and I don't know if you I, Chris and I haven't talked about how long we have played or what we've done, but I don't remember this at all in the first game. Um, but this, I think the voice actor who plays Aloy, mm-hmm. she I feel like she stepped her game up because during this one, uh, this one tree, she says something and it you you literally feel the weight of of how she feels about this mission she's got to do it's the way the character on screen kind of kind of emotes along with the voice acting and i felt the enormity of what she had to do the enormity so, mm. yeah <laughs> i really i mean it it really stood out to the point where i'm like i got to make sure i mention that on the show uh do you Chris um, is looking at me I don't know but I, she, yeah so far I found the story to be great so far
2: I'll, I'll leave it right there and let's see what you got to say I have to say I mean the one thing that I've had I mean because I'm, I'm like level 20 ish or something like that when I stopped Um, and I've done a decent amount of the story I guess uh, up to hmm. where I got to before hmm. I stopped um, hmm. John's doing a bit um (laughs) anyways uh but so far i don't know like her her delivery for a lot of it is kind of the same like she's very calm and just kind of collective but she's like consistently getting more and more pissed off like under her breath the whole entire time because she's having to deal with new factions that have kind of heard of her right but they don't know her the way that like the people of Meridian do right. Or the Nora have come to respect her. It's, it's kind of like going back to that same thing, if even more worse, because you're not even someone who's in the same like area, right. Where it's easier for it to spread. It's more of like, Oh, there's a rumor of a redheaded Nora that apparently did something, but they don't know exactly what, and they all have their own biases uh, as you meet these various groups. Um, I wouldn't say the story has really pulled me so far. I did think the one, I would say the one or two big moments that I've really gotten, I thought, okay, that's interesting. I was like, I, I could guess where this is heading. Right. But I was like, that's still a cool twist. Um, yeah. And, and the, that's what I meant by
0: the tying in.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, it's, it's first of all, it's a far, it's, it's a far fetched story uh, to a degree because of, I don't want to spoil it, but there's something you got to do. I mean, for God's sakes, people worship machines and they worship the past because they see, and this is not a spoiler. They did this in the last game. There's data recordings and, and images from, you know, however many years ago, real humans lived on earth and they call them the old, you know, the old humans and stuff. Uh, But I can't help but laugh at how I literally chuckle on how some of the dialogue is, that portrays these tribes worshiping machines. That's the one thing that I kind of laugh at, but other than that, the story is—I think it's—it's it's smartly written, um—and it—it does tie it. You don't feel like what you did in the last game is wasted. You feel like your eyes are open to something bigger now, um, and you gotta—you gotta continue to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it's, you know, there it is Th- there is a lot more things to do too, right? I feel like it's a wider variety if you want, and we can tie this into what people like this one particular reviewer did Um, not going (laughs) to say names, but yeah, there's, you still have the side missions and your, your errands. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I noticed, I don't remember these from the last game. Uh, I could be corrected, but it seems like there's more to do. Uh, There's a salvage contract. There's a melee pit. And that's just to name a few. When you look up all the things you can do, it's like main quest side quest. And there's a whole page of different things you can do. And I kind of like the way the game rewards you for experience and And things of that nature i think it's well worth it if you choose to dive into that what do you think chris
2: um yeah i think this is where i've had like a little bit of love hate with this game is that i was i really enjoyed the first one because you know to platinum it was maybe about i would say 40 somewhere between 40 or 50 hours and really the only thing that seemed tedious in that list was getting those mental flowers right um which i had to go back and get that was like the last thing i did um but with this it it kind of feels like in a way ubisoft-ish like it it seems like the map got bigger and with it the number of types of icons got more yeah, more, more prevalent like you know i don't remember it being like this in it it's kind of like made me go man I kind of, uh, maybe I'm just forgetting. I I don't remember the map being this full with so many little things to go do. That could be anything. And like, you know, they're classic question marks for the most part. Like you could still do the thing where you go to the tall necks and it will reveal a good general amount, but not everything. So you just find yourself kind of going around, even though you're supposed to go from a to B to do next thing, hopping from thing to thing. And, And I have to say, that's where I started to be like, "Man, I've played this game a lot, <laughs> really because of Ubisoft. I mean they're the ones who did it, right, and much like when I played Far Cry, I felt fatigued, I got very fatigued on uh Valhalla, which is probably in part because that game was like seventy hours <laughs> on top of the open world stuff um and that's that's like where I'm like, oh man i I kind of miss it where it felt like for the most part it was just like hey if you need to go hunt this kind of robot here's where they're hurting so there's an icon for that and then you kind of are easily told here are the main like side missions if you want to go do that it's like here i'm running around and i'm consistently finding new things it all just kind of seems like activities, not really any of them heightened in the other. And at the same time, as you're doing this, it's like pick up and kill everything in front of you because there's this huge upgrade tree that requires everything and anything as a resource, uh, to, you know, to progress and make yourself stronger. Right. Like you see, even like to the point, like you could see a rabbit going out in front of you. You're like, I might as well kill it because there's probably going to be some upgrade that says, get two rat bone or rabbit bones and two rabbit pill pellets to, you know, make the next thing of this. Um, yeah.
0: It's know. funny to hear, um, hear your take on that. And it, it's crazy to think of the dichotomy mm-hmm. from both of our points of view, because I don't want to get sucked into the classic Ubisoft game, the far cry, the assassin's creed. Yeah. And I hear people, and this is one of the knocks that I've heard that this game for horizon feels more like a, you know, Ubisoft games and anything they've done Well, the you know, the previous horizon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it is because the the map got big, but I, I found that I enjoy the, uh, you know, the the different things I can do the the variety and I, I'm able to kind of, for me, I, I went, all right, I'm only really going to focus on main story and side quests. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I come across something else that's just on the way, literally in my way, I can't avoid it. I'll try to see what it is and do it. Uh, and I've enjoyed it. And I think it's because I enjoy this character and I enjoy this world. Uh, and I, I, some people may push back and go, "There's no way this world's better than Far Cry." Well, maybe not. Yeah, that's up to you to decide. It, or maybe it's not
2: better than Assassin's Creed. Maybe maybe not. But to me, it is. I mean, the big thing I'll say is that it's very pretty to look at. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, military. Yes, yes, that's a good. So, <laughs> so one thing this game does do. Uh, It it brings back previous characters. And I looked up the stat 13 characters, main characters that you had dialogues with 13 come to this game. There's a total of, they're saying 17. I'm going to call them as a, as a highlight main characters. I'm going to, I'm doing air quotes. Um, And of course this will not count merchants and things like that. Right. Mm. Uh, But Chris brought this to my attention first. And at first I gave him some pushback and I'll explain why I did that. Uh, But their models, of these characters, when you have conversations with them, they're some of the best I've ever seen.
2: Oh, they're, they're easily They are the best. I I will go above and beyond like random NPC that you are only going to see once in this game and has maybe one, like, you know, a total of three lines of dialogue and is probably voiced by an actress or an actor that is voicing 15 other characters in the game. Right. Uh, looks just as good as say, uh, who's the uh, main first guy you're hanging out with? Uh, you know, I'm talking about as the Braves, yeah. Like, looks, looks just as good as him, right? Yeah. Like, it is yeah. amazing, especially if you go into like when you're in these cutscenes with them. If you go into photo mode and you start zooming in, putting filters and all that, it's you're like, wow, this is impressive. Like, the to me, you could tell where the time and development went. and. It really seemed to be above all else. They really wanted to make a game that looked very, very, very uh, visually stunning, right? Down from looking at things from the draw distance, like how it looks like when you're swimming underwater, but most importantly, they didn't want to, I think they didn't want to have it where the classic going up to talk to someone, because you have a lot of, I wouldn't say they're dialogue trees, but you do have these parts where every time you go up to talk to someone, there's usually the main option of hey get the thing to progress the quest and then there's like two or three side options that are giving you exposition on whatever it is you're doing and i think they wanted to make sure that you know you didn't feel like you're having say the classic mass effect andromeda moment where you're like that's a dead eye looking npc yeah they don't talk they don't have me.
0: and you yeah that's that's the second thing i wanted to highlight as far as when you when you do see these characters and you see how great they look Mm -hmm. uh i thought there were three really really cool things about them the the way they look the models they're amazing they almost look like real in some cases i like the way the combo trees flow like you said they're not as in depth as what i think a mass effect combo is they're they're set up differently they got these little weird angles you got to push on your controller Mm. but what i like about it is if 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 you miss it you can obviously listen to it again or if you don't want to listen to it again, you can continue and usually it'll tie back in and they'll tell you the same thing multiple times in case you're a meathead and you can't figure out what they're trying to tell you. That works for me a lot. The third thing I like about them, when you really zoom in and you have these conversations, I feel like it it once again highlights Aloy's personality way more than it did in Horizon Zero Dawn. And, and I played the ending of, just for context... I I played the ending of Zero Dawn like not too long ago, so I got to see the PS4 version of the game running on PS5. And then of course I saw this game made for PS5 running on PS5, and I think that Aloy's personality is 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 effing amazing in this
2: game. Yeah, so do you I have would, anything to say on that, on that? Um, yeah, I agree. Her personality, I mean, like it's it's a very good performance by her. I mean, I don't think there's a truly bad vocal performance I've heard so far. No, everything's been um, top notch, right? I would say, like, I'm kind of the opposite on the the little... combo, you know, combo trees? Yeah, I don't like that. Like, I, you know, I'm all for dialogue <laughs> options in games, but I don't... I would prefer it if you're not going to give me some sort of, like, interaction that gives choice to it, right? Like, where it's either kind of figure out where the conversation goes by how you want your Aloy to react, or or, you know, just have different outcomes, I would rather it be, you just go ahead and give me everything and I'll, or, or else like, you know, put it there. Or if it's not really the most important thing, give it to me in some way where if I want to go into a menu and read it, it's there, you know, that kind of stuff, like in documents rather than, I I mean, like, I'll be honest, I did maybe once or twice. And after that, I was like, I don't want to sit here, watch a thing. And then go back and go to this option. And this one, when there's clearly the one there that tells me the one important thing that needs to come up in this conversation and all this other stuff is just kind of subtext over, around See, everything. I, I found
0: it and I started doing this in Zero Dawn where I, on, on purpose, I wanted to hear
2: everything. Mm.
0: And yeah, some of the stuff is recycled and said differently. Yeah. But some of it I would have, I would not have gotten if I just done that main option. Um, but I'm wanting to do that, and and for me, it's not a turnoff in this instance. But you're hearing directly from Chris, who would prefer it to be another way, and and that's you're going to hear that kind of stuff when it comes to Horizon, yeah. Forbidden West. You just you just are. One of the things we did hear about leading up to this, and it, I, dare I say, it had some controversy, was the way Aloy as a character yeah, was.
2: That wasn't for
0: uh, me. <laughs> it was it was no controversy for me either, but we heard about it, right? I got to say. Uh, I think that she looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that they've really, I I, want to see a side by side comparison. I didn't before the show, but I want to see if, if they really highlighted her hair more, it flows crazy in this game.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's the one thing. Like it's really weird because when she's underwater, the hair moves perfectly, right? It looks very like for, it's an impressive thing. Like to see a character underwater, 3d rendered, um, or a third person rendered right and to see it actually kind of it be long hair and it flow as you would expect someone with long hair underwater but on the other hand there are times when she's talking to mvcs or whatever you'll just see the hair doing crazy things it's like a phys- yeah. it's a physics thing and obviously it seems like that might have been the sacrifice they're like well it's yeah. It's you see that it, this
0: isn't the only game that's ever happened in yeah. where you see that they add a new like a like a cape on a character. The character is mostly going to be in the wind, so they make it to where the cape is moving a lot. Mm-hmm. So then when it's not in the wind, it's like just jumpy, crazy or something like that. Uh, I, I love about Aloy is is I mentioned earlier her commentary. Once again, as you're just traversing the land, you know you're watching her red hair bounce up and down or whatever. But she, I laugh out loud at her sometimes. You mentioned the water thing. I've jumped in water by mistake and she she'll come out and she'll go. Thanks. I guess I'll dry off eventually. Like she's very sarcastic and dry. Sometimes mm-hmm. I actually, I like it. I'm just, I feel like I'm connecting with her and I love her.
2: Uh, yeah. But it, There's, it's fine. There've been some good uh, visual bugs, like nothing like where you're just like, well, this is what you get when you have these kind of like I have, um, you know, the serious cut scene that takes place when you actually kind of go to the forbidden West for the first time. Yeah. Like, after that event happens, and she's kind of talking to people, yeah. this person that apparently at some point in this fight I murked, he's just floating in midair, and I'm talking, and his leg is just kind of right in the (laughs) middle of the shot, just sitting there. I had one time um, where I was trying to climb and jump, and then she just got stuck and started going up and down i was like okay yeah i love open world games sometimes it's yeah sometimes that stuff happens
0: i mean i haven't had those quirky graphical things Mm -hmm. uh for me i felt like the uh the graphics have been great to be quite honest with you like chris said it really does look good yeah uh what i did guys is i i first played it on my my big tv over there chris pointed out you know how good these characters look and i go i i didn't see that at first it's crazy so I come hook it up to my my little two K monitor over here. I'm running it through a uh, HD sixty, and for some reason, the way Chris explained it, it's like streaming from four K through the the HD sixty onto my two K monitor. So I'm getting this like weird re- resolution. Mm-hmm. It if I feel like the game is straight up sparkling mm-hmm. on this little twenty seven inch monitor. It's it it looks completely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't noticed. I haven't necessarily looked for them, but I haven't noticed outright stuff like legs and cutscenes, or, you know, if, Uh, if
2: everything felt right. It hasn't felt like weird. Yeah, I've only had, I would say, one concerning issue with the game, which I had one night. I couldn't explain. I've been playing on the 60 FPS mode just because... I tried, I really did. I was like, maybe this is the game that makes me finally go back to 30 frames so I can have the visual fidelity. Um, you know, like see everything as beautiful as it could be. Uh and I did it for about 20 seconds and I said, "No." And I went right back to performance mode. <laughs> but um I had a a night where I don't know why all of a sudden I was running around and the frame rate just started chugging down to like 15 10 frames at times. that's your Um, bootleg digital ps5 right and i I basically (laughs) uh i mean i just quit the game at that point and reload it haven't had a problem since but i know there have been like some outlier issues about apparently in this game uh, having something that you know seems like it can do harm um
1: yeah since
0: you brought it up we're gonna call it what it is apparently the rumor is and i haven't seen facts Mm-hmm. Oh, look, that at, that. look at that
1: NPC just completely out of cover and nobody sees them.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that,
0: that, 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 I'll, <laughs> yes, I will definitely bring that up. But the, the game itself has been supposedly, uh, bricking PS fives, which is not cool. It has not done mine, but mine will not load sometimes and shut my PS five off, mm. which kind of pisses me off, but then it'll load back up and be perfect. And yeah, the other thing that is kind of funny is there's a couple of, npcs that they kind of run with you or that you follow and naturally in a horizon game you're going to come up to some enemies or an animal a machine and you got to hide well as you're hiding perfectly the way the follow mechanic happens the npc that you're with is his entire you know what's hanging out then you kind of go how how y'all not see that guy like he's right he's right there
1: if naughty dog gets away with it then exactly it, no one's it, ever it, gonna it.
2: punish the player for what the uh, stupid mpc is doing right right well, I, I, you, but chris, oh, go ahead john i'm sorry
1: you guys are i mean you you talked about kind of performance mode and frame rates and and maybe i just heard it differently mm-hmm. and believe me chris will let us know if i heard it differently but one of the promises mm-hmm. of this new generation was 120 frames per second and visual fidelity mm-hmm. but so far this generation and it's only going to get worse. What we've had this, we've had to <laughs> bob <bobbing> his head.
0: I <laughs> told you, he's going to let you know.
1: But it, it seems like all we've been given is a choice, that, uh, uh, the realization that you can't have both with this generation. You okay. have to choose between your 60 frames 1080p or your 30 frames 4K resolution. And I feel like that's not really how they pitch these consoles at the beginning of the generation. And just watching, I mean, playing Horizon a little bit, the little bit that I did just sort of reminded me of that. It's like, you know, what was the point other than the SSD? It turns out that the SSD just seems to be what the next generation was all about. Not what they promised with visual fidelity and 120 frames per second for some titles, because I don't think we've ever gotten that yet. We've yet to get that.
2: Um, There
1: have been some 120
2: frame per second games on, on these consoles. Like I know call of Duty can do 120 frames. Uh, I believe dirt uh five, when that came out, could do it like rocket league can do 120 frames. It's just like, I think if you're doing an open world game, the idea that you're going to get 120 frames when, I mean, even on PC that, is not, I mean, like when I play Red Dead on my PC, you know, with the 3080 I fired up, I get best on high settings. I'm getting, you know, probably best 80 to 90 frames. You know, it's just that's not going to be a reality. I think I would like to see, regardless, you know, whatever Insomniac was able to do with Spider Man, I think people need to be, especially at Sony, right? Like, this is why you own an in, Insomniac. The fact that they were able to take a version of ray tracing and make it work at sixty frames per second after the initial release is probably the most impressive thing so far um, that I've seen. And I think, I think maybe the the thing is going to be, as kind of you said, like they're going to have to, as a developer, you have to pick and choose to figure out what matters most to you. Um, Is it you know? Is it frame rate? Is it having the best? Everything I'm in not there. okay with this, John. Yeah. By the way,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm totally with you, John. And I, I, off air, I say really bad ex- expletives. Mm-hmm. I think that's BS because I think we were given a promise that this was the next gen, and you know the Xbox was going to have however many teraflops it's got now, and the PlayStation Five was going to be awesome, and blah 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 blah, and now I'm having to go into a game on a ne- on this newest next gen closest to a PC game ever. And I gotta decide, hey, do I want it to look really good
1: or mm-hmm. do I want
0: it to run really good? And I should not have to make that decision. I think it should be done and optimized for the best overall experience. And there are gonna be people who disagree with me.
1: Well I'm with Miles saying. with Miles Morales, you're not you're not dealing with the same type of open world. You're not you don't I mean yeah. and, and I say this for most open worlds, you're not dealing with this dense foliage variation. You're in an urban area. Mm-hmm. Most of it is most of it. You're flying through the city at high speeds. There's not a lot of detail you need to add to a world like that. So I can imagine. I mean, even even Ratchet and Clank had a little bit of had that performance. Um, Versus vis, visual yeah. mode, and it didn't work nearly as well as Spider Man did. So it's yeah. to me, it's like what what kind of open world Spider Man was. Yeah, I, I do wonder. I did,
2: what it will be like once unreal five comes out because that's the big that is the one thing we just don't know like you have to remember we're we're dealing with older engines that haven't been optimized um and you know have their own limitations so you have to wonder like does unreal five with its tools and what it's able to do make it easier for people to hit higher marks and not have to worry so much about 30 versus 60 frames or our developers just going to go, Ooh, I have more tools. We'll push that visual fidelity even higher and we'll still be at 30 frames for the top notch model versus, you know, the performance mode, which will be at 60. Who knows?
0: (laughs) I don't know what I do. What I, what I do know though, look at this segue boys, is Hmm. that I do think despite all of this, that the gameplay, I, I, I think it's phenomenal. I think controlling Aloy is phenomenal. I think scaling walls and mountains with Aloy is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I still think pound for pound, this is the best, and I'm going to do air quotes again, bow game ever, ever, ever. I, I, I mean, I, I, th- and on top of that, uh, I, and I don't want to spoil the other things that you get. You get new, new things you can do with Aloy in this game. But the trailers highlighted this, and Chris has already said it. You can now swim underwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they added that, and of course, with the addition of that. There's stuff underwater you can find, uh, so I think it's cool. This um, is the best bow
1: game you've ever played. Uh, to me, it's pound for pound.
0: I think the best. I know. I know. It's lady, ever. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, apparently, Sean has never played Link's Crossbow Training.
0: I thought you were just gonna uh, say Breath of the Wild, John. <laughs> no, I think, and I thought about that. I think this game's better. Pound for everything she can do when she has a bow, uh, is the is awesome. It's awesome.
1: No, I remember when the first game came out, I was skeptical because about because the game the main game mechanic is the bow and arrow, and I'm like, ah, all the games I've played, this has kind of like been a side weapon, that kind of thing. Is it really going to work making it? You know, but it it gives you a perfect hybrid with where the bow in the first game, and I'm sure in this game, it's felt like a melee weapon to some mm-hmm. degree because of your ability to be mobile time yeah. to go mobile you know
0: our, our guest host of last week uh acid sugar great job last week by the way buddy um i'm in, fill,
1: in I'm, I'm, I'm filling in for acid this week <laughs> <laughs> uh he
0: he put in chat and there will be a bunch of y'all who listen and go what about breath of the wild you know <laughs> that that is good it's fine what about far but cry
2: y'all? far cry's got a great i
0: i told you i don't like far cry games which in, in itself is
1: funny well, here's the thing that for all the things that, that we've I, already said. Here's the thing that I give credit for, for Breath of the Wild. Um, with Horizon, it's a it's a left trigger and then pull back with the right trigger. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that still the mechanic? Yes. Yeah. Okay. With Breath of the Wild, it's one trigger. That's it. It's mm-hmm. just a very and all you're doing. I mean, I think that um, I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying one of the reasons people like Breath of the Wild's bow and arrow so much is because it's 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 mm-hmm. controlled by one trigger. And that's and that's it. The one trigger aims and pulls back simultaneously at the same time. And you're using your controller um as sort of if you if you set it this way as a gyroscope to yeah, I hate Gyroscopes
0: to begin with. Let's go ahead and put Wait, that I mean, out yeah,
1: and you can disable it, obviously. <laughs> but. <laughs> but I but as I say
0: that, but I love the gimmick when you're holding a PS five controller. When you draw your bow, you start hearing what it sounds like to draw a bow. You know, and, and the vibe the the feedback on this controller is top notch. It's it's I'd love the actual gameplay portion of this game. Um, you know, this game's about machines. Uh, machines. And, and I'm pretty sure you guys vouch, Chris, the ones you've seen. I think these machines are, are bigger and, and sometimes even harder
2: than the previous game. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the core loop, I mean, like, and I would say this for, for people in general, if you're like, I don't think this game has something new in it that is going to win. If you played the first game and for whatever reason did not click for you right i don't think there's something in here that is going to inherently draw you in that didn't draw you in before but on the other hand if you were a fan i think as you get back into that flow of you know rolling and uh mixing and slowing down time as you try to like aim at specific pieces on these uh these robots to setting up traps right um using like the shock wire thing uh, and all those, uh, devices, like you're gonna, you're gonna feel right at home and you're, you're gonna, you know, feel like it's just as fun as you had with the first game. Like it, it, there's various ways you can approach problems, whether it's, as I, as I said, like kind of stealthily going around and putting these traps out and then initiating chaos to, if you want to, especially maybe the one thing they did improve a little bit more this time, you want to go up there and start merking, uh. Uh robots with your uh your staff there, it's it's very effective. Well and that's
0: you, a good
1: that's a good tie-in. I John, I don't want to run you over. What you got, I, bud? I was gonna I was just curious. One of the things that people liked to avoid in the first game was the melee combat with mm-hmm. your is this improved? Is it better than it was in the first game? I, I think a that, bit. And
0: this, that's another good tie-in, boys. I think depending on what you want to do, the new skill tree system is catered to exactly that. So you're going to earn points as you level up that go towards this skill tree. If you decide that you want to go more, you know, combat focused where you use a spear, there's, you can put points into that. If you want to do other things, you can do that. Uh, I, I think it's cool. And let me, yeah, I got them right here. So the different skill trees now, I'll list them out and then I'll tell you kind of what they do. So you can kind of get the idea of how this would work. There's a warrior, a trapper, a hunter, a survivor. An infiltrator and a machine master.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The warrior would be, at least at the very beginning of the skill tree, is all about damage and fighting, right? So that's going to be your DPS and using your little spear. The uh, trapper, yeah, it's going to help you build traps faster, but it also, there's, 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 uh, you can pick ways to harness your elemental damage. So like frost and fire damage can be increased if you go down that route. Uh, The sharpshooter, of course, it's what you think is going to be tied into your bow and arrow. It's going to give you things like concentration and stamina. Uh, The survivor part of the skill tree is going to be about potions, creating them, and how how, how much health they give you. Uh, The infiltrator is going to be more about the stealth, being stealthier, having a longer reach to silent strike somebody or something, and also do more damage when you do that. And then the machine master. If you can't figure out what that is, uh, it helps you better with everything having to do with machines, from actually mounting the machines or picking up a weapon from a machine. It helps you with that. So it, it's very, it's a very big tree, and you do earn a lot of points as you level up. So it kind of depends on what you want to do. You agree with that, yeah. Chris?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't say like the skill tree really isn't like trying to be the kind where it's like pick your poison of like what you want to be. It's more of just what order do you feel like is important first? Like right. I of course went down Hunter first cause I always use my, my bow and arrow primarily uh, in, in fighting and then afterwards it started to expand the other ones. Um, but like whenever you do any kind of side quest, not only are you getting uh, points for these skill trees, like when you level in the game, you're getting tons of, Uh, skill points just from doing various activities whether it's an actual quest or if it's just oh you see a rebel outpost let me go out here and kill everyone and then boom oh here's two skill points for doing that and usually in the process you're kind of at least early on you're going to get a level as well so it's like oh now you got three points and you just allocate it as you know like that was my my worry at first was it was going to be restrictive right yeah but it's not yeah. yeah no it's it's very much it, it, it's kind of like a assassin's creed where or like the, the how that was right john with this last one where maybe at first you feel a little bit you're gonna have to pick where you want to focus first but as you just start doing the things on the map it fills out very fast and
1: oh yeah for sure
2: yeah uh
0: one thing that i like that's within those skill trees is you eventually once you buy enough things around it you can uh, I'm going to just call them special abilities. Yeah. I don't know what they're really called. Uh so you you get enough skill points and then you unlock the ability to equip a special ability that you build up as you're fighting and, and traversing the world, you earn something called valor, right? In addition to your kills and stuff. And then once you get your valor built up, you can activate the special moves. And um I don't know what all of those are right now offhand, but the one I've used the most uh, was one where there's a quick animation when you activate it, and Aloy kind of turns invisible. She activates something on her wrist, and she becomes it's the she's more where she's hard to see. I've switched to one where she goes into war mode. She runs some paint across her face, so her damage of elemental stuff that she's shooting at people is is at a better output. And those are the kind of things that that special that I'm putting in air quotes does for you. So I think that's pretty cool.
2: Mm. Yeah. I mainly focused on the, the warrior one, because like you can, the good thing about them too, is you can level up those special abilities. Like once you get it unlocked, I think they each have like three levels. Yeah. And like, for so me, it's it's really cool for me. It would be like the thing where I know I'm starting out usually far and away trying to, it as I get the enemy down, it's like, okay, let's push for the end here on this big thing, activate and do work, because, like, the one for the warrior basically boosts damage output and critical damage by a good bit, you know. Now, now
0: while, while you have, uh, I need to c- correct this, just in case I said it wrong, while you can put points in every one of the skill trees you want to, yeah. in theory, you can unlock each one of the specials, but you can only equip one of the specials at a time. Correct. So... So there's, there's that, but yeah, um, the, the one thing I wanted to add, there was something like 43 machines in the world, um, uh, only 17 are new and mm. they all, like I mentioned earlier, they have new and they're calling them extended behaviors. I just think that means they look for you smarter and they, I've noticed that the machines that I fight they they come at me, bro way more than they used to and they're very accurate with they have artillery hooked to them they're super accurate Mm. uh but everything that was brought over i felt like it was better i don't feel like there was anything worse the the fast travel system it, it exists i always like to point this out for john and you get to travel for free if you go to the fire you can you can travel to another fire that's how they use their
2: save points
1: Wasn't it like travel packs in the beginning? Yeah, last time it was was travel
0: packs. You can still use them if you're not at a fire. By the way, they're still there. They're just different.
2: They're easy to craft too. Um, Like I mean, I think they even have it like where you can hold a stack of fifty of them if you so if you want want to. to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the the
0: the, did you want to bring up the workbench? Were you going to highlight that at all? How that's a new way to the way they've done the weapons and the
2: outfits is a little different. Yeah, it's a little bit what because before you just went to like vendors right and then, yeah you went what to up, yeah and here you just go to a, a workbench and again that's like the material side of this game this game really wants you to go out there and it's highlighting 50 million things for you especially every time you press that right stick in but it also is i mean it's to your benefit to pretty much pick up every little thing you see um because you're Chris, going how, to use how,
1: it. how much are beaver skins worth in this game
2: i have yet to see a beaver and that's they're always
0: why. the most
2: expensive that was why the yeah skins, uh, <laughs> yeah but uh um, the one thing ahead. it did carry over i want to say that i have not liked um the cauldrons for if you remember that i love the cauldrons in the first game and i still like going through them but the importance of them is diminished in this one because in the yeah. cauldrons in the first game You would go go to a cauldron, you do this kind of cool little mini dungeon type thing, have a big fight at the end. But the important thing was afterwards you get schematics into your staff that would allow you to start overriding certain types of robots. So you could make them either attack for you or use them as mounts, uh, all that kind of stuff. And they have that here, but instead of just making it where you go do the cauldron and you have the ability then therefore to, you know, override those ones if uh you find them in the wild you don't get that with them instead you get part of the unlock and then you have to go get other things to eventually get that ability to fully override them which i i don't like because it's just more busy work i'm like what what changed from the first game like you know it's I, i don't like that kind of thing i would rather just be like okay i did the thing you gave me this cool let's move on as opposed to just another task. Um, well, I, I, I agree somewhat on that.
0: Uh, the way I looked at it was they had to change the way things were because the story changed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I, I guess I kind of gave them a pass on that. Also, I don't care about, uh, overriding and mounting every, I don't feel the need to mount the mount I, right now.
2: The mount wasn't care. the big part. The mount's not the big part. The, the thing is being able to go in and go, I've got the schematics for that. I'm gonna override you because you're about to be on my side for this fight, dude. It's, it's a, the one, the
0: <laughs> right that right there. In and of itself, I don't remember doing a lot in the first game. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but the fact when these these machines help you in your fights, I see some bombs getting dropped. It. I have this like big gigantic warthog that I mounted. I got off of them on a fight, and I'm fighting, fighting, fighting on this machine. All of a sudden, out of nowhere yeah dude comes off like the top rope on this machine i'm like yo what's up it, it really it really is fun so yeah that's a, that's a great point point. And, and speaking of that i got no other points to really make i'm at a point where i'm ready to give a richard uh just to recap it's on ps4 ps5 it's the it's the sequel of course to uh horizon zero dawn and i've played this one way faster than i did that one <laughs> But, uh, John, you got anything you want to add? Any questions or
1: anything before we do what we do? We do what he does. This might be a question you guys can take a week to think about if you want. But um, the. Um, the automatic upgrade that you get. You know, people were saying, go ahead and buy this thing on PS4. Oh. Save 10 bucks and and you can automatically upgrade it. Do you think that um, you think that. PlayStation should have gone ahead and made this game fifty nine ninety nine across the board. Yes. And do you think that do you think they could be facing a class action lawsuit over it?
2: I guess it's possible. I mean, it's possible.
1: I don't think so on the class action part. But do you you want to get Do you want to get one started?
2: I, I am sure done. at some point it'll be done and kind of similar to the Chipotle one I got a couple of weeks ago. At some point in two <laughs> or three years, I'll get a thing like we noticed in our records, you bought the PS5 version of this. If you <laughs> did do this, here is a $10 credit right to the PlayStation See, store. And
1: that's and that's the point. I think that PlayStation should go ahead and just do it. Yeah. Anybody. I mean, they, they, they there's no secret behind it. They know what version you bought. Mm-hmm. They need to just credit people's accounts. Ten bucks. Period. Yes. It's so simple to do. It's not like they're going to be losing that much money. I know it's I know it's money, but sure. I, just, I don't. I, I don't think remember how should... much how
2: much did I pay for it if I bought it digital? You if, you bought PS five, then you had to buy the seventy dollar version member because sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't you couldn't get. I the made a big stink one. about it, John. I wasn't happy about it,
0: but I wanted to play this game. I love yeah. this game. I love this series. I love Aloy.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's that kind of thing, like where the moment this came up there should have been work to resolve it right and yeah it's definitely a misstep by sony and i think if microsoft had made that kind of promise they would definitely get called out of it and i know nintendo really isn't in the realm of being in that kind of pricing but i think if they did it you know they'd probably get called out of it but knowing nintendo they'd probably be like well tough we don't care (laughs) Cause that's yeah. kind of the way they go about everything. Um, but you know, I think it's fair criticism. Shots fired. Shots fired. It's true. They don't care. <laughs> um. Well. Wow. But uh, I I'll go first, unless you want to, buddy. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. I think right now, um, I'm waiting for this game to grab me. Uh, you know, I really love the first one. I, I I really like. It was a breath of fresh air because, especially because I played it around that time of Breath of the Wild. You know, again, that was a big game, right? And um, you'd seen so many of them. And like I, I praised it at the time where I was like, you could play this game and not and do all the important things, not do all the collectible stuff, right? And feel like you powered up Aloy and had a great experience. And it would take you about 30 hours, which is something I thought was kind of missing because I just felt games are too often, for no reason, getting way too big. It's not to say they can't be, but it just, seems like there's a lot of padding and my one disappointment in this is that it feels like kind of i've said this like earlier ubisoft where assassins 2 uh creed 2 was a very tight kind of perfect length and those etio games i thought were all very well sized and and all that for what they were then over time it was like add more things add more things and it makes the game longer and longer and you're like I don't know if I want to dedicate this many hours to this and I'm having that problem here because the one thing I've taken away from this game was how much of these characters, while the performances are good, these side characters, how many of them I have to recall. Um, and I don't know. Hey, if you had a
0: problem with that and I didn't, I don't know why. Well, yeah, yeah. Cause you
2: just find <laughs> Yeah. But, <laughs> but yo, know, yeah, it'd been five years and the only one I really remembered was Silas right off bat and dude with the, uh, with the uh you know the rick steiner or scott steiner whichever one uh you know kind of thing i remember those two dudes um at, from the first game and it's been like oh yeah you you did that in this game um and i feel like a little bit of the same here where we meet people and then we move on next person next person um so i'm kind of i'm waiting for the game to grab me because i've heard there's something on the back end that really does like some things happen i've uh, as it always does I, yeah so <laughs> yeah. i'm very i'm very excited to see that through it's just it's going to be this thing where given what i'm playing right now i don't know if it'll be the game i go right back to after i finish what i'm playing i might go to something like triangle strategy instead because i don't think that's going to be a 50 hour experience um, 62 hours later uh, maybe I mean... maybe i guess it's possible but Octopath um path was yeah but um that said, I I still have fun and it's a beautiful world to explore. Um, and it's just, it's impressive to look. And I I mean, I'm interested to see where the main story is going and what it will eventually lead to, to what I think we all presume is going to be the, the end of a trilogy. Right. Um, but for me, yeah, I would say I'm like about an eight right now, but I'm hoping as I see the back half of this game, that number goes up a little bit higher.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, for, uh,
2: and I, I, I I would never accuse you of
0: uh unintentionally you know looking past this game and just kind of blind it because you were so excited about Elden Ring. Yeah. Um I think I think you probably that probably had something to do in why it didn't grab you, but that's fair because anybody who knew you Knows how much you look forward to Elden Ring and your intention on that game and the excitement. The only other game that's going to get this much attention from you this year is going to be Starfield. And anybody who listens to this show or knows you, you're muted. I said, uh, and God of War, God of War. Yeah, yes. So those are the big three from Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for me, I I did I started did he, playing did
1: he give it. Give a score.
0: I said eight. He said oh. eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. A working eight, and if he gets back to it and he gets to the back end, he hopes it's going to go up. This is um, an eight. You you hate it. He hates it. If he gives it an eight, he hates it. I'm going to tell you right now, mine's not an eight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I looked online as Chris was talking, and the main story this time on howlongtobeat.com, first of all, never mind uh it says the main story is 27 <laughs> hours main plus extras would be about 45 if you were a completionist 73 and a half hours that is a long that's yeah. a lot of hours very long love a, uh, if love you combine all the styles if you did an average it would be about 38 hours that's that's cool um uh, i've played i've played a bunch of it i like it a lot uh some of the shortcomings that some people point out for instance, that it's a Ubisoft type game, blah, blah, blah. I don't care about that. I I feel like if it's a game and it grabs you as a gamer, that's all that matters. And that's what this game has done. I've told you, I love the character Aloy. I love her. I love her, uh, her voice acting, her, her quips. I love everything. I love the story. I love, and, and part of it, I think I have a big jump on the grabbing because I did finish the previous game not too long ago by just my own stumbling and not playing it just happened to be that way so i'm landing a lot higher than chris it's not a perfect game but it's also not an eight to me i'm just calling it right now a 9.95 and that's going to simply depend on when it finishes this this has the potential to be for whatever reason it has a potential to be my game of the year uh and i don't know why that is but you know how if you're a gamer and you play a game you like you know what it means to you I don't feel like it does anything that needs to be taken away from a a, from a a point to this, to this, to this, to make it like not a 9 or a 9.95 in my case. So that's where I'm landing, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys listening, and I hope you appreciate the different views Chris and I have, or Chris and I and John, when we do these kind of things, for sure.
1: For sure. Well, if it's a, if it's a Ubisoft game, I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and give it a 10.
2: True. So. The track you know record checks out.
1: All
2: right. hot off the press and straight to your ears weekly games chat presents the news,
1: news! they peaked
2: <laughs> yeah we might
0: we might have peaked it's news time john
1: <laughs> yeah man let's uh let's 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 push forward with no delay speaking of delay Let's talk about the Call of Duty potential delay. Uh, According to a report from Bloomberg, the annual Call of Duty release for 2023 has reportedly been delayed into 2024. Could this be true, you ask? Well, let's dive deeper. Bloody finger, Rick. Uh, According to the article, executives in charge made the decisions early after a, quote, Recent entry in the series failed to meet expectations. I wonder what that one was, which led to the belief that the annual release schedule could be a detriment to the series. In an update to the story, Activision has released a statement which says, "Quote, we have an exciting state of premium and free-to-play Call of Duty experiences for this year, next year, and beyond. Reports of anything otherwise are incorrect. We look forward to be we look forward to sharing more details when the time is right." End quote. What do you think, guys? Would the series benefit from a break?
0: You said duty. <laughs> duty. We're Thanks. in our we're in Thanks. our forties.
1: <laughs> Dude, I uh, uh, I'm I don't know. We, you haven't played a Call of Duty game in a few years, right? Yeah, both of I, you.
0: I played Warzone. Read yeah. more. Most recent. Mm -hmm. and i got worked in the gulag and all that stuff but uh, yeah it's it's it has been a while since i was i was you know pelvic deep in a call of duty game
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) right cool chris what do you think
2: uh let's see
1: does it need a break
2: yes it needs a break um and i think you know this could in part be for the better because we know where it's going. And like I said, I, if you're going to break away from it, you might as well go, Hmm. Could we do something different and maybe make this something that makes more sense uh, given what's future likely is going to be right. You know, if it's going to be part of yeah. Microsoft, Microsoft's probably not like it has to come out this year. We need it out this year. Right. So Obviously, they're going to want this one out this year because they still have shareholders and all that good stuff. But if the deal for Activision is supposed to be completed by June of next year, then, yeah, at the very least, delay it a year for once if if that's what the uh, team feels like they need to or if they're going to, say, a free-to-play model.
1: Let me ask you this. If you were Phil Spencer, would you release Call of Duty in a year where Halo is out? Cause I wouldn't, I would be like, let me maximize the player base for halo four without any real interruptions and vice versa, Sean.
0: Yeah. uh, I I can, I can see the benefit of not annualizing the series, uh, especially if they go to the model where it's more like a war zone and they release some story aspect, you know, if they have a planned, if you have a planned release kind of like destiny's really done, you know, Recently, uh you have the players have content, they have stuff to do, then they get excited about a new release. So I I, I can see it being very positive for the Call of Duty franchise if they Call, choose to do that.
1: Call of Duty Halo. <laughs>
0: well, Square Enix is disappointed. <laughs>
1: uh
0: despite positive reviews uh for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um sales on launch day undershot our initial expectations, and that was a quote according to Square Enix's latest financial briefing. The game had a slow start, but made up good ground through different sales strategies, such as store discounts that began back in November. Uh, here at the show, we also reviewed the game. If you guys remember, and we tried to push out some sales for it. Uh, the company intends to continue to work to expand sales and make up for the title slow start. We may have some additional news as far as Guardians of the Galaxy in just a bit.
1: How... uh how often is Square Enix disappointed in its games? I mean, I, I just feel like that's sort of always the case with them. They're <laughs> never happy with their re- how much it's like we we expected the title to sell four billion dollars, but it fell short. It's like they've been saying that they've been saying that since They're the- aiming you know, high, they aim been, low, Willis. They've been saying that since the the reboot Tomb Raider game came out back in the day, and that sold eight million copies, and they were still disappointed in it.
0: Right. It's just
1: bizarre.
2: I really think (laughs) with the way they're going with those studios and what they do expect from them, I think they, I mean, if we're going to talk about acquisitions, I feel like they should just go ahead and sell off Crystal Dynamic and and their other ones to Microsoft where, because I don't think they're ever going to make those studios are ever going to make games that live up to the expectations that they want, right? As far as well this
1: one this one's um eidos i think yeah same the with them both one. of
2: them you know i would sell them both to microsoft or, or sony i guess if they want to buy them because i just don't think they they don't seem to have an expectation like they're i don't know if they're just expecting like everything is going to be final fantasy numbers for them right um or if they look at the the first new tomb raider game and now they're judging every single one of these as it has to be that as opposed to you know maybe what some other studios would expect out of these because i mean it seemed like it did well from what we saw um and now of course you know where it's going i'm sure it's going to get a lot more uh oh we don't have it in the news but you know it's going to uh, what you call it today or on the tenth. It'll be on uh, Game Pass. So today, hey. how did our news team miss that one? Yeah, they did. They didn't. Where is it? Where is it?
1: Yeah, guys. Sometimes you have to pick and choose what you put in and you put put and you don't put in. Yeah. i didn't i didn't miss it uh, i i that, that's that's not, <laughs> that's not to say that it's there i'm just telling you i didn't miss it well, i knew about it's not, it
0: since it's not down and i thought it was down a little bit right we can go ahead and say that yeah like chris said it's gonna be in game pass
1: yeah
2: so so that's gonna be cool i Play mean it. hopefully that helps the game Hope you know and if they do yeah. a sequel it will get more people interested in it so
0: I mean, like, you guys know I wanted to play it. Y'all hyped me up. Y'all talked about music. It went on sale on Black Friday. I was there to buy it, missed out because somebody had got it before me, mm-hmm. and then that was as close as I got to playing it.
1: I played about eight hours and moved on. Not because I wanted to, but... Yeah. it's kind of how it goes.
2: Yeah,
0: that is how it goes. Uh,
2: cool. <laughs> 22 million, guys.
0: What do you say that for?
2: Well, Activision CEO Bobby Kodak could be given $22 million in stock if he improves the company's culture under Microsoft ownership. One report suggests he will receive the bonus if he achieves transformational gender-related goals and other commitments. Activision Blizzard's Workplace Responsibility Committee will determine when the company has made appropriate progress towards the achievement of its goals. Which include launching a new zero tolerance harassment policy, increasing the percentage of women and non-binary people at Activision Blizzard's workforce by fifty percent, and investing two hundred fifty million to accelerate opportunities for diverse talent, waiving arbitration of indiv- individual sexual harassment claims, as well as increasing visibility on pay equity. Um, I would say, like the thing that i would be like is it going to be bobby Kodak? because i thought all reports are saying as soon as this deal is done yeah yeah he's he's taking that uh that golden parachute gonna sell all them stock shares and once again we maybe
0: have been wrong i mean i wonder if he if he sat down with microsoft's leaders
2: hmm. and they worked out a a a you know, a plan. I well, don't know. Maybe they're just saying like, based on this, like whoever's in charge of Activision could get this. Right. So for now, yeah. he's the de facto guy. It could be
0: Bobby Kotick, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. But Hey, that's one way to incentivize uh senior leadership at the uh Sierra level, you know, um, to, to make these changes as money talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I feel like a lot of the things they want them to do that
0: you just highlighted should have already been done. But then again, I live in a different world than what Blizzard was. And we all know yeah, where it started, what it grew to and what's happened so far. But
2: yeah, yeah. crazy. And you could buy a lot of things with 22 million. Well, Nintendo bots on show. I know.
1: This is horrible.
2: No, it wasn't. You weren't paying attention.
0: No, Chris I paid- stepped in. Sorry. And, and he Sorry. ruined it. You're drunk. And I've, I've had I've, enough. I've had no, no, enough. I've,
1: I've paid attention. Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> believe that. <laughs> Nintendo has acquired S-R-D. That is spelled S-R-D. <laughs> or as Chris would say, surd. Mm-hmm. A, a uh a srd is a programming specialist that has worked with uh worked with that nintendo <laughs> has worked with for almost 40 years srd stands for systems research and development uh, and began working with nintendo back in 1983. they even contributed to the development of the original super mario bros And The Legend of Zelda games, according to Nintendo, the acquisition, quote, will serve to strengthen the management base of SRD and secure the availability of software development resources for Nintendo. It's important to note that SRD does not develop its own games. Instead, it assists with programming of other studio titles. And ladies and gentlemen, this uh, goes in line with everything they've been saying recently about their recent acquisitions and what what they would buy. They haven't ruled anything out but their interest was making sure that their own development teams had better resources to continue making the quality games that they have always made. So very much in line. So they haven't, um, yeah, they haven't changed the tune on that. I agree. And in other news, Sean is smirking. You should check it out on Twitch TV slash weekly games chat. <laughs> oh my
0: God. Uh, Nintendo also released Missions and Rewards, which is an update for Switch Online. The update will allow players to earn a platinum, uh, to earn platinum points by playing games and more, which is similar to Xbox's Game Pass Quest system. Uh, The incentives provide tasks such as play software that supports online play and backup save date, play NES and more. This will award you platinum points, similar to currency once used for my Nintendo, that will allow you to purchase physical items such as keychains and posters. This is great, but maybe the next update should include a trophy system. I mean, stars, right? Dude, I'll rock a keychain though. Like that'll be cool.
1: I mean, it could be coin, uh, gold coin, platinum coin. Um regular coin <laughs> <laughs> no but you guys have been to my house all these zelda posters here were were, gonna pass were out. acquired on, we're, gonna pass out. <laughs> on uh, were, we're acquired on in for my um for for buying and playing games on club nintendo wait does it say yeah club yeah. oh my gosh yeah club nintendo's yeah i may
0: have said regular coins
1: <laughs> regular, <laughs> regular. Gold coins,
0: platinum coins, silver coins, regular coins. (laughs) Oh, you know what we need? We don't need all that.
2: We need more Pokemon, don't we, Chris? Well, guess what? Uh, There will be more Pokemon on the way because Generation 9 will be heading to us in late 2022 in the form of Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Uh, The game will be open world where various towns with no borders blend seamlessly into the wilderness. Uh, the game promises to be an evolutionary step for the Pokemon franchise.
1: Is Pokemon, isn't that what... Is that going to be another Ubisoft I, game?
2: I would be funny. Dude, isn't that what all the recent Pokemons have done? Yeah, I thought they already made the open world one. Yeah. <laughs> then it just come out like three weeks ago. Uh i bought the little the one pokemon
1: where i was catching them all and stuff well actually guys pokemon arceus is
0: (laughs) i dude it feels like there's a pokemon coming out every month now i could be crazy probably crazy um oh okay chat specifically acid sugar cleared this up for us that this is the traditional dual release game. Hence, you know, Scarlet and Violet. They do that a lot with their series. Makes sense. Two things.
1: All right, John. (laughs) What's funny that that's, that's going to be three Pokemon titles in, yeah. In 12 months, they did a remake. Um, I guess it was holiday sometime Mm. of one of the earlier games and, um, um, they're really saturated right now.
0: That's what I was saying when I was like, "Pokemon's Pokemon, what I was saying.
1: Yeah. Well, why would you play Pokemon when you can play free games in March?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great. That's a fantastic
1: question. John, here is the uh, free games and free is quote unquote, uh, for games with gold, uh, the flame in the flood, which is a, beautiful game that i've not played but i have it on switch uh street power soccer sacred two fallen angel and spongebob's (laughs) truth (laughs) or square
0: yeah uh i don't want to play any of those games i'd rather play pokemon
1: yeah playstation plus for march Ark survival evolved which has a huge following what
0: is it no that's not the game that you guys used to talk about on games and games (laughs) no what was what was uh, y'all's game evolve. uh evolve evolve yeah. Yeah. yeah totally different game my bad
1: team sonic racing or sonic team racing i don't I might, I might have got that backwards and then uh this is a game that uh chris played a little bit liked it a lot i think Did he? yeah Co- uh, ghost runner uh this is this is the ps5 version i'm definitely gonna pick that up
2: yeah what is ghost
1: runner it's kind it, of like a parkour
2: yeah it's like parkour. Um. Ninja, it's like cyberpunkish, like where you Pokemon,
1: have like Pokemon. You have a <laughs> like Pokemon you have a scarlet.
2: You have a sword, and it's like one of those games where you have to go through the level and be perfect. But it's really fun. It's a great fluid movement.
1: Sean, Sounds you got, you got terrible. Plat, you got go look Sean, at videos. Got, Sean, in this game, you got platinum swords and gold swords, <laughs> right? And regular swords. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't. I'm about to die. Oh, my God. Kind of like I did a lot in Elden Ring. Yeah, you did. What a steamer. That that game is a steamer. Let let us tell you what we mean by that, ladies and gentlemen. Elden Ring launched on February 25th, not too long ago, right? And it is exploding on Steam. More than 764,000 people played Elden Ring on February 25th, followed by an astounding 861,000 people the next day. And more than 891,000 the day after that. The game reached a, pink, a, a, sorry, a peak. Sorry. You're an embarrassment. I, I'm terrible. The game reached a peak concurrent users at 891,638. That is placing it seventh all time and is creeping up on New World for sixth place. And we're, of course, we're talking about concurrent users.
1: I think the game reported, is, sorry, I thought you finished my bad.
0: I'm sorry. No worries. The game is enjoying a massive launch due to being one of the best modern critically reviewed games of all time.
1: All <laughs> time. All time. <laughs> what were you going to say, John? So I think in context for everybody, they were talking about dying light having concurrent player base of 287,000. Yeah. So this is, this is massive um, F dying light. You know what I mean? I think
2: the first day for Dark Souls 3 um, or the max that Dark Souls 3 ever got, right? This apparently was the first day's total was six times their peak, like on day one. And it's an impressive thing just because you have to remember, it's a lot of these games that are on the top of the list, right? They're primarily PC only, and a number of them are... uh, have free to play. Like, you know, of course, CSGO's historically been top dog. And really the only one that I could think of that had any kind of model of, of purchase that is way, way higher than this, um, of course, is the all-time great PUBG with the most ever. Um so, you know, like the fact that this did this well, despite the fact that more people are probably playing on console than anywhere else, especially PlayStation. Uh, shows you just how popular this is. You know, it it's not just that it's a Souls game, and that maybe it's kind of finally come mainstream. It's Wait, this is a it, Souls game? It's it seems like people, I guess, have been like looking for that high fantasy open world game they have not gotten for a long time on the uh, the main consoles. You know, we haven't had that. <laughs> this run. is not that game. Mm. <laughs> so kidding. It it kind of looks like a Souls game now that I
0: look back on it in retrospect, Chris. Oh yeah, totally overlooked that for the hype when I wanted to play the game. Kidding, but yeah it's it's making it's making as Cardi B would say, money moves. That's what's <laughs> up. Uh, and Chris, we've arrived at a place. Are you ready to let us know where we have arrived?
1: Finally, this week.
2: Uh, we got a status update, guys, from Bioware. This is important. It is. According to Bioware, Dragon Age 4 currently stands, quote, right in the middle of production. In addition, General Manager Gary McKay stated, quote, our blueprint was completed last year, so we're now focused on building out our vision creating amazing environments, deep characters, strong gameplay, impactful writing, emotional cinematics, and much more. The blueprint for the game is well understood, and the team is focused. In addition, the team is saying goodbye to executive producer Christian Daly, who has been with Bioware since 2018 and was promoted to executive producer back in 2020. Um, So that's like what executive producer number... Eight or nine that's like left bioware as soon as they got promoted. It's fine.
0: yeah everything's fine, it's probably <laughs> fine, yeah, no hey, the good news is they're there's they haven't forgot about the game, they're in production, you know what? uh it's got all the things you know like amazing environments they're working on and stuff
2: yeah well I think the <laughs> the most important thing right is that of course, like originally for the rumors were for a long time this was kind of being developed as a games a service and And then people really push back on that because that is not what they're looking for for Dragon Age. And EA, you know, seemed to hear that and go, maybe we should listen to that instead of just trying to force something to become another profit chain for us. And, um, I, I will say the one nice thing here is that instead of taking what was there and just doing a couple of tweaks and hoping that it can pass as a, uh, you know, $60, 70 game as is, it sounds like more so they went back to the drawing board and said, okay, well, we have our story beats. How do we make this instead work in the vein of a traditional Dragon Age game? So I hope it, even though it sucks that it's going to basically be 10 plus years before we get a new uh iteration in this series, I really, really hope that it delivers when we finally do get it. anyways any who uh Sean, what's up buddy? do you want to wrap this up please say never yes. ever please god say yes john do you want to wrap this up
1: <laughs> just to be safe thank god Whew.
2: let's wrap it up then
0: <laughs> Electronic mail
2: from the future. All the way from the year
0: <laughs> uh, Just to clarify, by the way, you, the question is, do I want to wrap it up? I never want to wrap it up. That's why I always say never. Uh, but back to the lecture at hand. Uh, we are we've arrived at our section of the show that we we start off by saying emails because that's what we read first. And if you want to send us an email, you can do so. Uh, all you got to do is send it to weeklygameschat at gmail And we
1: uh we're gonna highlight two this week. And can I, I say don't, something real quick? You can say whatever you want, buddy. So my wife wants uh, your uh, wife my my wife wants me to your go wife <laughs> she wants me to go pick something up for her after I'm done here. And I just texted her. And I said she I said uh we're doing emails right now and she responded you don't say because <laughs> mm. she heard she heard us like yelling across the uh, house that's funny. she goes i'm well aware you're doing emails thank that's you That's <laughs> funny you, you
0: gotta tell her we're going um to get chipotle
1: uh no
0: okay dreams that's fine uh but we have to <laughs> we have two emails and boys do you have
2: them pulled up do you want to read them do you guys want to do that sure okay i'll go with Everyone's favorite weekly writer here at weekly Games chat. Juan. What's up? Or Jawan, right? It's that Jawan type Howard name. Uh, hello guys. Hey, uh, I have been playing, I have been playing Elden ring and what an amazing game it is. I can't stop exploring all the areas. This (laughs) is what a game should be like. It should make (laughs) you want to explore, have an adventure. Boy, this game hits all the right notes for me. I've seen enemies and animations from all their collective games, from Sekiro to Bloodborne, and honestly, I will play this probably for most of the year. I have put everything else aside for now, except my studi- my studies, of course. As much as I like Dying Light 2 and Horizon, I had to put them away for a while. This game deserves all my devotion slash attention, and honestly, I could see it being my goatee. Uh, I can't stop having squirrel moments, and each takes me to another mini-boss, another area, and so forth. So I'm taking my sweet time. I Bloody did, finger, Bob. Right? I did want to touch on last week's episode. It was quite enjoyable hearing Andy and John's review of Dying Light 2. It was spot on. Also, look into getting that curic charm as it, and as it adds 500-plus to your <laughs> weapon resistance. And you can reuse it, so it basically makes your weapons indestructible. Ooh! Uh, I, uh,
1: I, 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 I'm not gonna play, um, what's that game? Elden Ring anymore. I gotta go back to this game. <laughs>
2: and uh, for some fun, make sure you get the Darth Vader choke at the VNC Tower with the Doom Easter egg. Ooh! Okay. All sorts of things in there.
1: And do you know anything about this? <laughs> like right? The dark Vader choke?
2: I need the Dark <laughs> Vader choke at the
0: VNC Tower with a Doom Easter egg, bruh.
2: Right? Man. Uh, while the game is definitely not a ten out of ten, it really is enjoyable at what it brings to the table. through the whole episode as i was listening i was imagining you guys dressed as power rangers and chris has a floating head shouting back a zordon it was pretty hilarious i find that spot on right there yeah right power rangers i can't remember how he talks (laughs) i just i was too old to watch that show no yeah um you too (laughs) i need my uh i need my alpha 5000 whatever it was called what that means That comes in. John and Sean need to be some in. See there, that's dating me. Yeah, yeah, I know. We get it. We get it. You had Thundercats. Yeah, and He-Man and and Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the OG. No, okay. I had I had Ninja Turtles too. I I, had Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we both had
1: Transformers, Voltron, GI Joe, GI Joe. Hmm.
2: Look, you guys just had toys to sell, or you know what shows to sell toys.
1: we tell you what you had and what you got? You
0: got to finish this
2: email i had x-men in the animated series oh my god i hate this anyways <laughs> right
1: <laughs>
2: anyways guys great review as always have a good rest of your week and enjoy this masterpiece guys i hope you Thank- enjoy this masterpiece
0: it clearly looks like uh you're enjoying it thanks for the email um Juwan, and uh
2: i i i chris thinks it's a masterpiece juan just promise me you're not going to punch any uh fellow coaches anymore this is Jawan howard right it Ooh. could secretly be Jawan howard who did most recently punch a
1: coast yeah coach john are you going to read john's i will this is from john everybody let's take a <laughs> let's take a listen hey guys hey hey now been a while since been i moved in just wanted to update y'all it's been a while
0: <laughs> nice
1: I went to my first concert since COVID happened. Nice. And it was a blast. That's what's up. Love the show, John. (laughs) (laughs) My birthday was February 7th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And one of my favorite bands, Tool. See, John,
2: Tool is. Yeah, I don't think John (laughs) knows
0: any music from Tool. If he does, (laughs) it's hilarious. Right. Go ahead, John. We're sorry, John.
1: Just uh hold on, hold on. Just, just, just see what they. Let us see what they got. Undertow, Enema and Salina. <laughs> yeah. He
2: said <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so, uh, play. They were playing in New Orleans on February fifth, so I got to go with three of my closest friends, and it felt great being at a concert again. I agree. And then two weeks later, I got married. Ah, oh, congrats. I'm a very introverted person and I never like attention. I always, why'd you email us? (laughs) Uh, I always want to be at home for the first time in my life. I don't think I wanted to go home. Everything was perfect. Mm. We had a superhero and star Wars mix with our wedding. Awesome. Nice all planned by my wife, your his wife? wife who doesn't even like star wars but she loves you there's not a wife on the planet who likes star wars
0: that's, that's a true statement
1: it is a scientific fact oh and <laughs> uh he included some pictures guys so if you if you want to go into your email and check yeah, that out i'm going to check them out yeah sure. um let's see it was also pretty emotional for me and my friends we've been friends since grade school and i have never fought and now, as we are turning thirty, it really hit us like this is everything we need. We have the best friends and the best family. Did I mention I'm also having a kid in July? What? He's Holy! Mo- Jonathan told me. Jonathan is a great name. I feel like uh,
2: uh give him credit here because he's leading up very nicely, right? Like we started like first. He's like, "Man, I had a concert." I was like, "I, yeah, cool, cool." Yeah, that's a, that's actually then, big during the oh, COVID by the way, era. You know? Then I got married what yeah Yeah. now i'm having a kid <laughs> what
1: <laughs> and i'm getting elden ring what what <laughs> no Keep five going. years ago i would i would have said i'm never having kids and now i have a stepson and one of my own on the way mm. sean you like music so much i wanted to let you know that we walked down the aisle to our f- to our front
0: john's hammered because this is an no, easy no. sentence. is it yes
1: Oh, you I see. You read it? No, no, no. Let you know what we walked down the aisle to. Our friends and family walked to, quote, everything we need by a day to re- a day yeah, to remember. I've heard that song.
0: That's a good and song. And it's a
1: fantastic song. Also, after my wife walked Your down wife! The aisle, the Imperial March. Oh my God. From Star Wars started playing, and I had no idea what was happening. Well, our officiator walked down wearing a Darth Vader mask that breathes. <laughs> I was totally shocked by it. I was also given the coolest ring on the ring. It was the millennium Falcon being chased by the, by good God, by tie fighters. And the inside is engraved saying, I love you. I know.
0: Nice. that's dope, dude
1: had had i proposed all this to my wife she would have moved on very no, i don't think so very I casually think, i'd I and, still have a roommate <laughs> oh, damn. yeah it's christmas and, <laughs> <laughs> and of course and of course for our honeymoon my wife your wife and i rented an airbnb where we have done nothing but <laughs> i should fill in the blanks uh have done nothing but watch marvel movies and play horizon forbidden west can't wait to see the review for Air. that one
0: it's fine john just make up words i hate you
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah. My wife gave me the idea to send this email, as she knows I listen to you guys all the time. Uh, you should listen to us during... Never mind. And sometimes, for fun, she'll ask how Sean and the... Sean and the boys?
2: That's right. Sean and the
1: boys!
2: Hold on. I got That's the, the new, hey,
1: new podcast name. Sean and the boys! The boys! So I the figured... Why not send this email to Sean and the boys? Uh, I also wanted to share a few pics from the wedding since we had a bunch of nerdy stuff for me. Love the show, John. Thanks love for sharing. The
0: email, love the, the life moments, man. Look at that, that is, cake. That is Look at dope. that cake.
2: Yeah, that cake is dope. We can't get over Sean the boys, so um, I'm going to move. Get over yourself. I'm going to move okay? Sean to general uh, and um, John john this is a two-person uh, you son of a right we're in agreement this is a two-person show now just me and you know if you
0: move me right now i'm gonna be <laughs> so upset
1: don't chris you move- chris? chris john chris john, john andy <laughs> wow that happened we didn't do it ladies and gentlemen did you do it chris <laughs> did you do that <laughs> i did he's like he enticed me did you see that ring? Look at that thing. You made That's me. That's awesome.
0: Well, I'm looking at the Darth Vader preacher first. That's amazing.
1: Right. And look at, look at that bride. It's beautiful. Is, oh. Yeah. That ring yeah, is, beautiful. uh,
2: it's definitely.
0: Wow. Yeah. Nice man. Congratulations That's, guys. Congrats, dude.
2: Thank you for letting us be a part of, also, congrats, uh, congrats story. Congrats on, uh, going with the white tux. I mean, right power move right there bro right power 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 move move. that's making power moves right there yeah i like it john congrats man thanks for
0: writing in. do it more dude yeah that way when the wife says how's Sean and the boys doing you can be like they're doing great i just talked to them you want to get moved again (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen we also are on the socials on twitter you can find us at weekly game chat of course there i'm going to check real quick because we are we kind of we got a lot going on let's see if we got any new mentions or anything We do. Oh, yeah. Cal the Gamer Girl. What's up? At Hyper Panda says, uh, Gen 9 and Pokemon is out, and that was yesterday. I'm going to like that because I had no idea what that means. Um, And then also, right before that, had mentioned, not surprised the writing was on the wall for Pokemon. Let's see what that means. Oh, uh, they they retweeted the uh, official at Pokemon welcome to the open world of Pokemon tweet that they sent out and that me and Chris already thought they did. So, uh, yeah, cool. Uh, also let's go see if we have any new folks that we need to follow back. Uh, we apparently are following everybody back. I've been on top of that. So nice. Oh no, there's one, there's one boys at haunt underscore studios. Uh, a solo game developer. Shout out yeah. to that. Uh, and a graphic designer. They make horror games, John. So you and uh, Her- you may play a Haunt Studios game one day. We're going to follow you back. Thank you so much for the follow. Uh, and I, I, I'd be, I, I, it wouldn't be right if I didn't remind you guys that we also have a Discord uh, that's tied into our community. If you haven't already joined it, please do so. We welcome you with open arms. And let's go see if we have any emails or anything like that. Uh, what is, what is today? What is today? I don't know. When did we record last time? Chris, do you remember? Seven that days was
2: ago.
0: Seven days ago on the 22nd. So anything after that were good. Oh yeah. The last thing we saw last week, if you remember Draven sent in the Budweiser commercial was up because we were saying it. Um, so follow up to that. Yuri was talking about how that brought back so many nostalgic memories. So that's cool. Uh, Punkhead wanted to know, wanted us to know in our email section that the voice of God that chimed in with last week's episode was amazing. You're welcome. Um, and then Tara thought it'd be funny to say soon to be Sean. And it's it's a gif of somebody getting straight uh destroyed in a fight and thrown all over the place. And you were not wrong, Tara. Um <laughs> Puckhead followed up with another gift that is a baby with the caption. Nope. 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 Doing a baby high step and turn around. And that says Sean versus anything. Ogre also not wrong. Puckhead followed up with uh, a meme. That's uh, what's this guy's name from the office. Uh, that would be Jim Jim from the office. Many people play video games in easy mode. Uh, followed up when that's okay, because games are supposed to be fun and relaxing and not stressful which is also true, which is not what Elden Ring is. Uh, It can be fun and and relaxing. uh, Nacho said, looks like Chris is going to need to make a quadruple scene since acid was such a great addition to the cast. Get comfy, Andy. Uh, And then Chris, you know, and Chris uh, fashion went, you mean like this? And he said, hold my beer. Pretty much. (laughs) Tara copied Chris's face and loved the disappointed look of Chris. Uh, and Sean staring at Acid and John, and then they imagine this is the face Sean makes every time he dies in Elden Ring. Chris, I now challenge, I now challenge you to copy my face when you know I'm not happy with Elden Ring, and I, I give you permission to post it uh, on the chat. Punkhead reminded everyone that is called getting ogred when I die. That face, honestly,
2: uh, though, is the uh, Chris looking at production face. That's all that is.
0: Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Uh, and then today Draven said, uh, good day. You, (laughs) you boating SOBs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a picture of Batman going nuts, almost like a (laughs) motorboat. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then, uh, there's a, there's a picture of us
1: (laughs) from tonight.
0: Twitch stream with a Funko pop of Batman and the Joker. That's nice. That's nice. So yeah, we can do that and we'll highlight stuff from that email section under our Discord. And I'm gonna look at Chris and do the thing like that. All like, you know, emphatic. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you so much for listening. This has been episode 346 of Weekly Games Chat. If you enjoyed the show, please let your friends know by giving us a good rating on any service you download the show from and stream it from and all that good stuff just a reminder if you want to send an email into us you can do so weeklygameschat at gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter at weekly games chat and if you want to get super involved you can head on over to discord and get you know all cozy with the community we'd appreciate that um i got nothing else if you boys don't other than i'm gonna look at you and john and say to my two favorite people game on
1: boys game on people Peace out, everybody. I can't hear what he's saying. Say your thing.